Hello, everybody. Welcome to Into the Grid, the podcast all about Power Rangers as we recap Power Rangers Dino Thunder episode by episode. And we're getting close to the end, folks. Getting close to the end. We are. I'm your host, Mike. And along with me is my fellow Capadre co host, Sean. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Oh, uh, it's going good. <laughs> Damn it! We're still, we're still like giggling. We're still giggly. Uh, uh, go listen to last week's episode. (laughs) The last episode. Yes, if you were. If you want to know why we're giggly, uh, yeah, listen to last episode. (laughs) Go listen to last episode. You'll uh, be in in an impactful way uh, surprised. Yeah, what I did and of what I did. We sure as hell were surprised. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, no, it's uh. We're off to the finishing line here on Dino Thunder, which is a weird thought. I am covering... Uh, shit. <laughs> I totally forgot to bring this up. Okay. Uh, today, Sean, we're covering A Test of Trust. Okay. Episode 36 of the show. We are two episodes away. <laughs> the two-parter finale. Of Dino Thunder. <laughs> Thunderstruck next week. That's just a scary thought. Damn it. It's like this journey alone. Let me pause there because my mind is being blown by our journey thus far in this podcast. Like we've come so far and we're at the end of it. Holy shit. I know, right? Holy shit, man. We've accomplished something. We've, We've accomplished almost, well, not so yet. Much. We're almost there. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> I could drop that of a heart attack right this second. Oh, yeah. no. And then we Don't do that. So. I don't do that. True. No. You could, something could happen no. to you yeah. within the. Just get fucking hit by a bus on the way home from work <laughs> next week. So let's. We're, next week, we will have finished the first season of Into the Grid. Um, which is a very exciting thought, like you said, Mike. I I just I've been thinking about that a lot lately as well. Just I, it's weird that, uh, we've almost covered an entire season of Power Rangers. I know, I know. Um, a test of trust, by the way. Uh, originally aired November sixth, uh, two thousand four. Um, written by Ann Knapp this time. Um, same director as the previous episodes. Bretta uh, Hawkins, I'm going to say her current name. I keep They show her old name, but it's, it's Bretta Hawkins now. Um, I, as I was prepping for this episode, I did see Netflix in their episode description suck, by the way. Don't read the descriptions <laughs> for uh, the episodes if you don't want to get spoiled on anything, if you're watching it with fresh eyes or for the first time, because... Dear God, um, I just read it. I was like, shit, this could be one of those episodes. Um, but I won't say anything. But, Sean, do you remember anything from this episode? Absolutely nothing. Hmm. I am glancing it over. Um, from what I know, this... <sighs> you know what? Let's just get into it. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. Um, yeah. Let's do this. Uh, you know, folks, it's time. It's time to go into, into the, the grid. grid. 
And we're back from watching a test of trust. Okay. So, Sean, I want to have a proposal before we even start doing okay. this. Because um, this episode's a l- little bit different than a normal episode. It has a beginning and end, but the middle part has something interesting, which I'll mention. But um, this is for all the listeners, and I'm going to keep this in. So, for the MVP, let's... Okay. Since the majority of it focused on the Rangers and their overall arc throughout this whole season, uh-huh. and, and I know you want to probably want to do this during Thunderstorm, but I think it'd be good to talk about this in this episode. Let's talk about each Ranger and as they um, started to now, as they did yeah. in this episode, and then we use the MVP as a chance to give them the overall MVP of the season based upon what they've been through throughout the whole season. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because... I mean, look, let's be fucking real about this real quick. It, it uh, It's a clip show, right? Yes. And I like a good clip show to end off mm-hmm. a season, don't get me wrong. I think that they have... They were very, I mean, I don't even know if we need to do a rundown of this the way that we normally do. I'm going to just say this right now. It was extremely brave of them to cut back to their first clip show in their second clip show. I think that takes oh. a lot of guts, and I want to give oh, yeah. it a 5 out of 5 on that alone. Uh, to end <laughs> no. your clip show, cut back to a previous clip show is yeah. pretty bold. No, I, will... I, think we can, I think we can just talk about the characters, to be honest. I mean, there was a fight at the end, but really nothing came of it. True. And see, here's I'll give the quickest rundown of this episode yeah. ever for the listeners because I don't want to have them be lost if they're like watching along with us or just or just listening to the episode without watching the episode itself. So basically, basic rundown is that the beginning you have Messaga and Elsa. Messaga's pissed off at Elsa for betraying her. Um he punishes her. And uh, Mesica's like, fuck it. I'm going to take this potion and separate Anton from me. So they're both separated. That's a key point of mentioning because the Rangers don't know whatsoever. Because at the end of the episode, uh, Trent and everyone else talks about it. And Connor's like, well, next time you meet Mesagog, it might be the last time you see your father. And they don't know they separated. So it'd be a big reveal in the next episode once they figure out, oh, Mesica's is Mesagog and Anton Mercer's Anton Mercer. Yes, that was very fun. Like, I guess I'm, well, it was fun, but like, I, I've been waiting so long for that moment that like, I don't know if I wanted it to happen in a clip show. Uh, I don't know. I do think that it helped it not just be a clip show though, because we did get right. that moment. So I've been waiting for that a lot and I'm excited it happened. I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see what that ends up meaning for the final episode. Yeah. So then outside of that beginning, you have the middle, which I'll, we'll talk very much deeply, but the, the in-between shots is, um, Mesogag, uh, has, a new monster that comes in to defeat the Rangers, uh, ugly monster as it's titled in the episode. And I want to give you a note on this because, because there's a couple errors in here as well. But uh, the first note is the monster, ugly monster, is actually a combination of two monsters. Um, if you remember in, in um, Thunderstorm, if you remember um, the two bodyguards that Lothor has, and I mentioned them being in the Aberranger. 
So those two, those are the the combined together in this monster. Okay, that's cool. Because in the Aberrager, those two combine together to become a monster. So that's why they took that from that. So. Okay, that, that's really cool. Yeah, I I noticed it because I kind of saw it. And I was like, that looks vaguely familiar. Let's see what was it? The other major error is that throughout there's they're fighting. All the rangers are fighting against Ugly Monster, and at one point Connor takes Ugly Monster into space to fight. Yes, yes. So they're fighting in space, and he's like the Jurassic Ranger at this point, you know, fighting in space. And of course, mind you, this is the Sentai footage. They Connor's falling onto Earth, and they show it right over Japan, yeah. falling into Japan. So they then like edit it the way they want to. So, yeah, that was a major error for sure with that. So I was like, <laughs> really? You didn't want to, like, take the Earth and, like, flip it, like, to California, at least, not Japan? <laughs> so I guess so. Right, well, look, you know what? I-, I don't expect anything less than that from Power Rangers. I think it's great. You know, I pointed that out when we were watching. I'm like, is he in Japan? But, you yeah. know, it's the Sentai footage. I assume it would have been... It would have cost them money to change where he was falling to. So sure. they didn't True. do it. Fair enough. True. They True. don't like to spend money they don't have to at Power Rangers. Uh I think that's evident. Uh, it's true. But then but, Yeah. At the but okay, but then yeah, so a lot of fighting is like the last six minutes goes way through everything. They they fight ugly monster, ugly monster grows at some point, the energy is depleted, he gets like resurrected from there's one point where a mesagog has a replicant zord they fight against. This is the first and only time we see a replicant zord in the show, which yes, is like that was very very weird and cool. Yeah, it was. It's very brief, and it's actually worth to watch at the end because the design of it and the colors look very interesting for a duplicate uh, Zord as they fight with the Zords. But yeah, as Sean says, the monster defeated and Mesagaz just pissed off as usual, as usual. But here we go. The main chunk of this episode, the middle chunk, which takes the most time, is the Rangers reminisce of their time as Power Rangers one by one. Going, yeah. from, going from Kira to Connor, to Ethan, to Tommy, and to Trent. So Kira is brought up first because they're like, uh, the, the segue into it was like, but you know, you didn't want to be a Power Ranger at first. And then, then they show all the clips of Kira, which I will admit those clips of Kira were actually the best of, best of moments for her, at least. Those oh, are really yeah. good clips. These clips are really good. Then they go to, uh, I believe, what did I say? It was Connor because he was. They were like, "Well, you're not like the dumb jock you were anymore," and we're, we're like, <laughs> "Debatable, debatable." And they show clips, and you kind of see like there's a twist in the character later on in the season where he's not that of a dumb jock, but he's still, in our opinion, a, a dumb jock in a way. Yeah, yeah, I still think he's a bit of a dummy, but it's all right. It's all right. We like him. Yeah. Then they go to Ethan. Um, Connor's like, well, you're not the, 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 the cyber geeky guy anymore. And it's like, <laughs> still cyber. 
pretty geeky dude still. And they show clips of him, and you kind of see there's 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 the turning point in the season, uh, bully for Ethan in particular, if I remember correctly, where he's like showing off a bully, and it's like, oh, that's a good character turnaround for that point. Okay, the one that uh, Sean prelude to, which was cutting to the previous clip show, was when they talk about Tommy and how he was like the the legendary ranger, and he cuts the cut. The first clip was actually from the previous clip show, and it's like you see the White Ranger on the screen when he was a White Ranger. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe they did that. Oh man, oh, but they show all the Tommy clips, you know, leading up to being the Black Ranger and all that stuff, and then I I guess all this actually started from them talking about Trent and how they, they portrayed him for not telling the truth about Mesagog and Anton. They talked about how Trent uh, eventually ended things for Tommy the Black Ranger, and then they led into top. And, and then then we see Trent coming. It's like that, that's not true. Trying to defend himself, and he, then they show clips of Trent doing his thing with you know the evil White Ranger clone and all that stuff. So we're at the point here. Let's just talk characters here. So yeah. Let's go through all the characters, and this might indicate our MVP so far. What do you think? What do you think about Connor? Uh, Connor has had a little bit of growth. Uh, I I like him. He's not my MVP. I'm not gonna lie. I, no way. Yeah, I, he, I don't know about you. He's fine. Okay, so as a Red Ranger. Yes. He shows that leadership in certain episodes, but he's not as great as other previous and or future Red Rangers. So um, he does his thing as a Red Ranger, but that's it. The writing for him differs, and the growth from a dumb jock to what he is now, it has improved a little bit. You can see that growth in the character in general. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah he I, I would say he has some moments in the season, but he's not the true MVP of the season. No, so any, look, he's he's good. I like him. Uh, I would not say he's I, I for me personally, there are two candidates for MVP, but we'll get to that later. Yep, sure. Let's go. with Let's go with Ethan. What do you think about Ethan? I think Ethan has had the least growth in this season. Yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Like, I also don't think Ethan started off in a terrible place. You know? Like, he was a bit of an asshole, but he got over that. And I mean, Connor was a bit of an asshole. He got over that. Connor's nicer now. But, like, I feel like Ethan is still a bit of an asshole. And I don't know. I just, I don't think he changed in the same way that either Kira or Connor did. I think he got the least development. And I think he also got the least amount of episodes for him. Mm-hmm. You see that partial growth for him in a way. Probably the one, only one I remember that does impact him. But yeah, he he started out the same, and he's still kind of the same. He's still the dorky, geeky kind of guy we know, the techie. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got some cool like he, maybe there's a little bit of confidence boost I've seen him since he started. Like becoming the Blue Ranger, he's more confident as the Ranger, fighting and having like the hovercraft bike now, and just 
I, f- I see that, especially in um. Yeah, I will. I'll agree that he's more confident now. Yeah, especially in the previous episode, which I did not uh, highlight because he took his hover bike and went up against um, the Ruby Dragon, which I I would have said I why did I didn't even say it, but I now I'm just backtracking a bit because on the last episode it was Ethan's episode in a sense. A little bit, um, because it was his card that got transformed into a monster, and yeah, and he yeah. had to defeat the monster in a way, kind of bat- battle it out, attack it with his bike. So, and I thought that sequence was cool in that episode. But yeah, he still the same. Um, let's talk about Kira. What do we think about Kira? I think Kira, maybe not so much growth, but just had the of the original Rangers had the most to work with in terms of like having episodes that were focused around her. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like she had the most episodes focused around her. I think she got to do the coolest stuff. I'm not sure if she changed a whole lot. She definitely is nicer. I guess she did. You know, she's nicer to Cassidy, uh, like talking to her in the last episode hanging out with Dylan and Cassidy and in, in, in that and, and Ethan. Honestly, I'm not sh- so much sure that any of the three Rangers of the original ones had much in terms of changing happening to them. But of the three, Kira definitely had the most to do. Yeah, I've actually kind of noticed that in this season is that it's heavenly focused on Kira a lot. Yeah, and maybe this is why Kira is being regarded as one of the best Yellow Rangers because she does come back in Operation Overdrive to be a retro ranger and once a ranger. So that that might be the proof in the pudding, per se, of how she became such a good ranger. Like in the episode, she didn't want to be a ranger at first, and they kept that secret between the three of them, and she does grow because they focused on her music career, which she she has grown quite a bit in her music career. She decided not to go with a record label and not sound like a, a dance uh, musician, per se. With the, yeah. And had her own little concert and music video. I And it's kind of cool that once a ranger in Operation Overdrive, which we'll get into fully eventually. Oh, um, we will, for sure, because she talks about her music career after Dino Thunder. So Return is like, okay, she's she's being successful with her music career post being a ranger. And she's also got that confidence, I would say, because uh, especially in The Missing Bone, she, that episode yeah. in particular, where she had to fight off that uh, creature that she woke up. A buyer, like, uh, not by herself, but she, you know, that was our most epic moment where she was on her freaking sword flying in. Yes, I, de- I would, yeah, I, like, and that's all stuff that she did, you know? I guess I'm not sure that there was much actual change. I think she okay. did the most out of any of them, but I don't think her character has actually, like, I think. Um, changed all that much. Ooh. Obviously, in the first, like, there's the whole, you know, at first she didn't want to be a ranger, but that's kind of it. I'm trying to think. Um, I honestly think there's only one ranger that's changed, and it's in the most like obvious way. I'm not sure that there was, and like, let's be 
fucking Frank, like this show doesn't do character development beyond the obvious, you True. know, which is True. fine. It doesn't need to. Um, obviously, there's the obvious of like they all learn to come together and they all learn to like be nice to each other and stuff. But like that always happens at the beginning of the season and then they just do cool stuff for 30 episodes. And then the end of the season happens. So, like, I think there's one character in here who's actually gone through a change, but it's in a, like, very obvious way. Mm -hmm. uh, what I'll say lastly about Kira, yeah. um, Kira is the same snarky female of the group. I, I'm thinking back now, she has she does the quirky lines here and there, and she maybe... Being friends with Cassidy later on, because, a little yeah, bit, a little bit, but there's not much to that. But yeah, you're right. I agree that she has not changed a whole lot, but it's better from when she started. Yes, um, I'd agree with that. I think they're all so, yeah. better than when they started. Okay, okay. So, uh, I think I know the range you're talking about. I'm saving that one for yeah. last because that's the order of which they clip showed. So, um. The next one they mentioned was Tommy. Okay, here we go. We're not talking about Mighty Morphin. We're yeah, not we're just talking, talking about, about Dino. Right? We're not talking about Zeo or Turbo. We are talking about Tommy as Dino Thunder Look, Black Ranger. Tommy's a cool character. Tommy has not changed for shit in this season. And that's okay. He didn't have to because he's been at this for a while. He's he did his changing in that, and he's kind of a complete character in this season. Like, they don't even mm -hmm. try to pretend that they're going to do any sort of development with him. They're like, he's Tommy Oliver, he was a ranger, he's already done his his character growth or whatever, and this is who he is now. Uh, so, right. Yeah, but he, I, but he, I don't know. But here's the question. Is he the best MVP of the entire season? No, I don't think so. That's fair enough. I guess um, he's not around he, enough, you know? That's true, because he... I was going to mention that. But I just think yeah. that I think that pretty much automatically takes him out of the running of being an MVP, just because he didn't do nearly as much as anybody else. True. And, he was, and he's a legendary um, yeah. ranger, so he, he's, he's basically the mentor. I mean, the mentors don't get a lot of um mvp love as we get down the road i don't think we're going to mention those type of characters in a way but tommy's different case um being the black ranger as well but yeah he's just there to connect both you know the past and the future here it's just and having his stories intertwined with betty and whatever so yeah there's not, not much to expand upon i mean he's still the same still the same i can tell i can tell by the writing it is still the same tommy as turbo uh tommy so uh and especially in forever red tommy as well oh, Wild yeah. Force. i totally almost forgot about that last appearance anyways okay so of course the obvious one we'll talk about is trent yeah and i i think you know Trent is very obviously the character that changed the most, and in the most obvious way, in that he started bad, became good. You know, right? Uh, 
So I think so we obviously he started bad, became good, he had to struggle with I think he had a lot to do. I think he had the most to do personal like on a personal level. He had a lot of personal drama in in the season with his father, obviously, and just trying to, you know, reconcile Messagog with his father. Mm-hmm. He's one of my thoughts for MVP, but and the other one is Kira, obviously, because we love Kira on this show. Right. But right. Uh, man, I don't know, Mike. What do you think? So with Trent, um, yeah, he's the classic cliched bad to good uh, character i mean there's plenty of those throughout the history franchise of power rangers and yeah he does go through a lot there's a lot of character development because but here's the thing though when before he even turns bad his character even like after being bad he doesn't really change that much he's still the same character but he but i think after he escapes the badness i think he's more confident in himself i think confidence is like a big key character co- contribution to the show in power rangers yeah. because that that's just, that's good for kids you know there's like you gotta have confidence yeah. in yourself so it's good to have that as the attribute to a character and that you see that in the character after certain things happen Trent um, does that itself. Um, he does learn a lot, for sure. He does learn from what happened. He's grown since the beginning of it. He's had some cool moments. He's done a whole bunch. But it is it is a very much a toss-up between Trent and Kira. But like we said, Kira has not changed that much as a character. But are we contributing? Okay, here's what I want to clarify. Is another question: Do we want to have a MVP that's focused on what the character's done with being the best with his ranger duties, as what decisions they make, what fights and battles they've done, or like what decisions they made, or are we just basing it off of what we liked in the character, like the things they've done outside I- of that? I'm going to say that I'm just going to say I know who I think the MVP is. Uh, And I I think it's I think it's Kira. I think Kira is the MVP of the season. I think uh, Trent is a very close second. But I just think that Kira has been a good ranger the entire time. And while Trent might be the best character in the season. Right? Like, he's okay. had the most growth. I think Kira has been the best Power Ranger. That is a very good justification because, um, yeah, Trent hasn't been uh, the best Power Ranger because no. he's, he was late in the game. He was, in, he was very late in the game as a Power Ranger. Um, he didn't become a full on White Ranger until later on. Um, yeah, Kira is the best Power Ranger, hence why they brought her back um yeah. in later in the later disney season because i do remember trent was in the uh, very briefly shown in 
dimensions in danger, but he didn't have much to contribute in that, so... Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I can actually agree with that by far. I think Kira is the best Power Ranger in this season, and then Trent is like very fucking close at second being the best character um, within the Power Rangers in the season. Yeah. I agree. Um, so let's let's collect some data. So we yes. know that. So for the MVP, this is for the overall season, not just for this episode, but this is just for the overall season. So we have this on point for next time. We're saying yes. here is the best Power Ranger. And if you want a side note, Trent being the best character in the season, go for that. That's fine. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna go ahead because MVP. Um, we're gonna say that's just they're the the best. Uh, Ranger, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm I'm putting Kira for my MVP. Uh, yeah, obviously you're doing the same. What was the yeah. best moment of the episode? That's that's what I was gonna ask you next because <sighs> here's the it, thing. Okay, what do you want to say first? Here, go ahead. Here, um, I honestly, since I went with the other thing last time, this time I'm gonna do. The same thing. Let's talk. Let's just highlight Mesagog's separation. All right, that I if that uh, maybe I could get along with that, but I was gonna say I think the best moment is Trent doubling down as a ranger. At the end of oh, it, they're like, oh, you're gonna oh, have you to think... your father, and he says, and he's like, yeah, but you know, he's ready to do whatever it takes uh, to be a good ranger. That little key moment. Okay, I I can yeah. dig that. I just loved. The Mesco was like, I'm done. Let me separate from Anton Mercer. But I was like, fuck yes. All right. They're separated. It's good. But the key is I love that point because the Rangers don't know yeah. it either. So they assume that Anton's still attached to Mesco, which I can't wait to see what happens next time. Ooh. So do you want to keep that as your best moment? Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. that's mine. That's mine. Okay. I'm highlighting Mesco yeah. because he needs to be highlighted. Another thing I want to mention in the episode where he brings up Ugly Monster, he was just like, he makes his like, like this goofiest face in the world, and his eyes are like tilt back, and he's like, "Perfect." Yeah, he does a weird face. He does. It's really a highlight to watch at the very beginning of the episode. Uh, what would you rate the episode? Okay, so this it's going to be higher than previous clip show, um, yeah. a little bit, a little bit, because I loved how they chose the best clips for each ranger. I want to give this a four. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with a three, so I'm a little below you, but uh. Yeah, definitely still higher than Legacy of Power was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's all she wrote, Mike. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Next time I'm Oh my god. Next, next time, time Yes, next time is are gonna be our final final coverage of the last Dino Thunder episode. I'm gonna be recapping that one, both parts, and we're gonna have a full length the episode to the two parter. Talk about the season itself uh, overall, and the last good chunk of it is going to be Sean breaking down all the data that we've collected. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to be a one hell of an episode. It might be the longest season finale uh, podcast episode. Um, might be longer than the pilot episode. Who knows? Because there's a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Because I mean, we got to we got to recap the episode. Got to go over all the data. We have to uh, talk about what's happening in the hiatus. Yeah, we just got a lot to do. We got a lot to do. We're going to tell you guys about the hiatus. We're going to tell you guys what the next season is, even though you guys already know. 
we're going to recap this episode. We're going to talk about the season as a whole a little bit and do some data stuff. So it'll be a big, it'll be a uh, extraordinary episode for sure. But yeah, thanks for listening to this episode of Into the Grid. You can check out my Twitter and the show Twitter because um, I'm tweeting a whole bunch on the show Twitter, which is Go Into the Grid. Um, but yeah, go into the grid on Twitter. Follow it. I, I'm doing polls. I am doing tweets. Maybe controversial tweets. Maybe not controversial tweets. Who knows, depending on what your opinion is on what I write. So I'm not the best tweeter, but who knows? You might like it and follow us anyways. Follow me on my personal account, which is at MikeNixTape. Send any personal notes to me. Anything you want to tweet me at, go for it. Uh, Sean, where can people find you? Thanks for following me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You guys can also catch Mike and I at MovieBlogMerk on Twitter. Uh, that's the Twitter account. It's the Merc with the Movie Blog podcast feed. We are hosts over there. And uh, we both co-host, along with our friend Sarah, the show Beyond the Screen, where we talk about all sorts of entertainment media. It is a bunch of fun. Uh, we also, I'm also over there doing a Harry Potter review show. And uh, I talk about Star Wars on Twitter. And I will link to stuff that I talk about Star Wars on. So yeah, check that out too. Um, we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, you're listening to this on Anchor, our main hub for this podcast, which is a great, great site to upload your podcast on. The great thing about Anchor, which I'll say here, and I encourage you, we've been, I've been encouraging them this since the beginning almost, there's a feature on Anchor, which I want you guys to do, please, if you... I mean, don't be shy. We won't bite. We're just going to listen. We're going to reply to it. You can send a voicemail to us, a voice message, if you will, on Anchor. Like, go on onto our Anchor page. There's a thing called message. Click on it. Send us a voice message about anything regarding Dino Thunder. We can definitely, definitely uh, love to hear your thoughts about it. And if you want to talk about Power Rangers in general, uh, go for it. And actually, I'm going to open this up for you guys. If you have any questions for us, for us to answer we can do a q a episode and we can answer all your questions that would be a possibility if, if you guys would like to do that other than that thanks for listening and we'll see you guys when we morph again bye Dino Rages roar, power Rages score, same as from these evil forces, power